This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the U Up podcast. It is the first episode of 2020. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Jared Freed. Great to be here in the new year with you, Jordana. Such a great year. I'm glad we're we're starting it off together. Happy New Year. This Happy came year. out, you know, midnight of New Year's. Yes. Which is, is the first piece of content to air in 2020 <laughs> in all did the it. world. You're welcome. Yes. You're welks. Um, any New Year's resolutions, Jordana? Um, my New Year's resolution is to be more conscious of how I'm drinking when I drink. Ooh, yes. I like that. It's. Do you think that's too vague to be a, a a crushable resolution? Do you know what I mean? It might be. That might be. Might be. I might need to refine it. Um, because it's not to, not to not to edit your resolution. Edit. No, but I, I, I have that. I've said that before. Where I'm like, I I or know exactly. I, what I'm you're not going to not drink. That's not my resolution. It's mm. not even necessarily to drink less. It's more like I want to like be aware of like how each drink affects me and think about it more as I'm drinking so that I, I don't drink too much. I know exactly what you're talking about. Sometimes you walk away from a night. You're like, why did I even have a drink tonight? Right. And then sometimes you have drinks and you go out. It's like, like I noticed it. At wed- like I could have had a few more. I noticed it at <laughs> weddings. I noticed right. it at weddings where I'm like, man, I had the best time drank on the right schedule. Mm-hmm. Remember every detail. Drinking was a part of my life in a good way. Right. Yeah. And that then, happens a lot at weddings. Yes. So. And then there'll be nights like a Saturday night where I'll like get done with shows at like 11. I'll be like, oh, I'll have a drink now. And I'm like, why did I even do And then I'll wake right. up and I'll be like, why? They didn't well, enhance the night. I was thinking about that thing that you said about how even one drink can like affect your sleep. A friend of mine told me that. He's like, he was telling me one drink. He does a sleep watch okay. where watch it tracks your sleep. And he said that one drink changes everything. I kind of believe that. I'm like pretty bad at sleeping <clears throat> when I'm drunk. I'll fall asleep yeah. immediately and then wake up at like 3 a.m. and just be lying there for seven hours. You just never have that like deep good sleep right. when which you drink. I do think is important. So for me it's again I'm not about not drinking. I'm fine with drinking but it's like mm. I haven't really ever done the thing where I'm like before like when I where, or I think about each drink before I have it. It's kind of like intuitive eating sure. but for drinking. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like yeah. how will this extra like what will this extra drink do for me? Well this is why I like uh, the Spike Seltzer game. Right. I, I actually like those drinks because they're a vodka soda but they're way more there's more when they pour you a vodka soda in a little cocktail glass, it's a smaller version of that drink. Right. You drink it so much quicker. It's really hard to fi- to like chug a to Spike Seltzer. Right. You have to drink it over a long period of time. It takes you forever. I had right. three last weekend. It's like, yeah. It's like the opposite of. It's like also the resolution is like if anyone ever asks you if you want like a double, if I'm like, can I get a tequila soda? And they're yeah. like, do you want a double? Like, no. <laughs> I don't need it. I don't need to do this twice as fast. Like, a large for a quarter more. What's the, right, the movie? Right, right. Like, what's the what's the purpose of the double? Is so that I can get there immediately. Like, I don't need to get there immediately. So I can be sleepier at eleven thirty when right. I want to stay out till twelve thirty. Yeah, I get that. I, I it's uh, drinking's tough. I I yeah, that's kind of part of I. I mean, for me, it's tough because the schedule of my life is just like 
Right. You're out annoying. at night a lot. It's not like you're like, oh, well, here's a sensible dinner and yeah. then off to bed. <laughs> I, I would love that. Right. Um, That's the best thing about, I mean, like being back is we were just on tour. Being back is kind of like, okay, like I can now like control like the way my evening goes and like sure. when I'm packing it in. For well, the night. we talked about this a lot while we were traveling is like it kind of when you work at night or you do shows at night, mm-hmm. it kind of feels like you have two days in one. Right. You wake up, you do your daytime stuff, then it gets around like three or four and you you maybe lay sort down, take a nap, yeah. take a break, and then you have to get up again and like go back up to the height you were at noon of that day right. for your second day of the day. So it's second it's day. tough. Yeah. I, I mean, I've I this has kind of been my last decade you know, of my schedule has right. been. Yeah, that. no, it's hard to like really maintain a sense of like, oh, I have like a routine, a healthy routine with that. Well, that's kind of my New Year's resolution. I'm gonna my plan for I want so I want my stand up to get better. Like in a way mm-hmm. that like that I, I I never feel like I I want to give myself like so I want to give myself I want to write every day at a very specific time on in order like I want to be better about writing every day. I, I do write do a lot. Do you feel like creativity works that way though? Where like well, I'm giving myself a window. I feel like usually like the joke hits you when you're like not even thinking about it. Totally, the jokes. Hit, I, I think, but the problem is I can go back and listen to a joke that's not worked out yet, and mm-hmm. then write down right. At least I have, I've heard, when I listen back to, I, li- I record every set. I've recorded every one of our shows. So when I mm-hmm. go back to the show and I hear something that was the piece of a joke, now I can go, okay, where, Let's work who, with that. what, where, why, right. you know, through that idea and then go back on stage that night and go through those ideas. One's going to work, six won't. Is That's that the, the worst part of stand-up? It's a very... It's like the homework part. It's a lot of homework. You know? Yeah. And it's like all people who do stand-up don't, aren't good at doing homework. Right. <laughs> you know, like you I grew mean, up being a... The thing about stand-up is it looks so easy. It looks like I just got up there and I'm just like, just rambling on. But no. like, it's like so not like that. It's not like right. that. It's a, it's, it's, it's a lot of... Uh, I always call it the most physical art form mm-hmm. because you have to do it every night. You have to get up and go on stage and, right. and you need a crowd to be there to give you a response and you have to say the words into a mic. You can't just, a lot of people who are like, if your New Year's resolution is to start stand-up comedy, a lot of people are like, well, I'll start once I've written my first five minutes. And that's that's not how it works. Right. You have to go on stage. It starts reverse. You go on stage first, say the things that you wrote, notes on a page, then listen to that. Where did the ha's come? What felt the most comfortable to say? And then you expand on that. Expand right. on that. Rewrite. You know, perform record rewrite that's the whole thing and it takes forever you know like listen mm-hmm. i'm sitting here you know 10 years in i've i've never had a stand-up set on tv that kind of like bothers I mean, me that seems like very difficult also though i mean those are things i hope for like i but you can't confuse hope for a plan you know so like right. you know i want to like work better more efficiently um, and also take drinking and lose 20 pounds. So n- just a few things. Just a few things for <laughs> 2020, for the next decade. Yeah, but Happy New Year to everyone. I know, I'm sure you guys are, you know, what do you think of like a dating, like a dating resolution? Dating resolution? Like I think women make well, dating resolutions more than men. Um, yeah, because it's for us, it's like, that's the hardest. It's like birthdays, New Year's, things like that. Those are the things that remind us that like the clock, the clock is ticking. Sure. 
Um, and, you know, we talk again, like, I don't want to be the voice of like the clock is ticking because I don't <laughs> think that's a way to live. And I know that I'm usually the one like bringing up like the clock and the geriatric pregnancy and yeah. whatever. Like, I don't actually that's not how I go about my my, my day to days. But <laughs> another hour gone. <laughs> Another, another egg, another, another egg. period, another another egg lost to the wind. Last chance at a baby. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's not actually how I think. But I mean, I'm in these discussions that <laughs> it, it, it does remind me. But birthdays and New Year's are like, oh, it's now another year. It's another birthday. I want to like, if you're single, it can be a time to be like, okay, like, how do I up my game in this situation? Yeah, what would you be your best advice? For a, well, I mean, a lot of people, the the apps are like the first, the, the I think January 1st or 2nd has the highest download rate for any of the oh, actual really? apps. Yeah, okay. it's kind of like the gym sign up rate. Sure. It's like people who are like, okay, like maybe I wasn't that happy this year. Maybe I want to like get into something real. Yeah. I think probably that's probably higher for women like you're saying who are like, I'm going to put myself out there more. I'm going to like really try at this. I'm going to. Mm-hmm. And then I think that that's not only doesn't have to just be like on apps, but it could also be like, I'm going to like go out and do more stuff i'm gonna like develop some hobby that doesn't have anything to do with that that also like might put me around people that are more like me yeah um i mean i remember there was a year that i actually did have like this i think it was like two years ago where i was like i'm not gonna just be on a date to go on a date right i think that's a lot i think men have that resolution more i'm I'm not gonna go out with someone to make them feel like i'm there to be with them like i I, I've talked a lot about this. Mm-hmm. On the, I think a lot of guys get in the position where they're like, their actions don't reflect what they're looking for. Right. And I was like, I don't want to, after a long time, like, I, you know, at that point I was like 30, 31. And I'm like, I don't want to be on these dates that they're sitting there with thinking, well, this could be the one. And I'm sitting there thinking, I hope we fuck. Right. I, mean, I was like, I'm yeah. done with that. I mean, I tell you a lot about how like, I like, uh, set my brother up sometimes he's very he likes to be set up, but he's also very particular about who he's set up with, which is so great. It's kind of a weird, paradox but i I think that's like at least it's taste right you know yeah well he's like and then i think he's got he's a little older than he's like 37 um so he's also at this point he's like i don't want to go out with the girl with the same girl i've like gone out with before that i know i'm not like we're going to be particularly interested in Mm -hmm. or like some people might look that as like oh you're being closed off but then others are kind of like no like they know what they want they're not going to waste your time they're not going to waste their own time especially after a certain point you've been on so many dates that you're like I'm not trying to do this for necessarily not for not for not fun. Yeah. But I'm doing this to be like I'm I'm being particular. Yeah. I think for someone that's single and they're like, I want to be I'd like to be in a relationship this year. Mm-hmm. My advice to them is to not make that the goal. if you want to achieve that goal that's not the goal well that's hard to do it's easy advice to give hard to take but it's like why don't you make the goal hanging with your friends you know getting out of the house more right well that's what i'm saying yeah like like like, uh, refine myself as a person see more things do more things do more things and sometimes you know like there'll be the you can always tell who has the the woman that has the new year's goal uh goal of meeting new people because then they're immediately like, hi, I'm I'm <laughs> Rebecca and I'm here to meet you. And you're like, it's too much. No one wants to right. meet anyone. That's yeah, not organic. It's feeling. not organic. Yeah. But if you I think the best way to meet new people is to dig in the f- people you already know. OK, so it's like if you're if you got a crew of people that, you know, say, listen, I'm I'm in Naples, Florida this weekend. This is a good way to you know plug, plug my show. show. But at the same time, if if someone was in Naples, Florida this weekend 
and had a group of friends that like you know couples and non couples go to the show and get out. You know, right. like don't don't be like, well, everyone's married, everyone's in a relationship. No, right. no, hey guys, I got an idea. Uh, there's this guy I know who's coming into town. Like, let's do a show together, so, and then we'll go out after. We'll do dinner mm-hmm. before, and then what happens is, and I I can't give this advice enough. There's been so many times where I go out with friends and someone's miserable because they're single, and then there's another person that's like having the best time that you're like, okay, there's a fun person. There's right. someone I I think of this with energy you want to be around. I think of this with stand up. There's a stand up comic that um, I met there. I I almost feel like embarrassed because I always mention her name to like promote her. Mm-hmm. I met her when she was really young. She's so good and funny, and she was doing the work. She's writing every day. She's and I'm like, and it, there wasn't like this like she was like I'm just doing it. Like it, she just like loves comedy. Right. Not an ends to a mean. It, means, ex- to, it means to an end. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, and so like anytime like. And I, I don't even think she knows that. But I'm like always trying to like put her name out there. Mm-hmm. Should I do it right now? I, I, sure. I think she's. I, but now I sound like I feel weird about it because I'm all. But the but there was a vibe when I met, I met her like years ago and she was not like in college. Now she and pop, that, pops to the top of your mind whenever anyone's asking about who they should see. Her, her name is Maddie Weiner. She's incredibly funny. She lives in Chicago. She's going to be here in New York for this month, I think. But um, other than that, I, 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 there's just a vibe of someone. And it's like. Why does Coca-Cola still have commercials every day? So that the first time you think of I want a soda, it's mm-hmm. a Coca-Cola. Right. Why does the insurance company leave, le, uh, you know, what's it, uh, Liberty Mutual, Limu Emu. Okay. When I think of insurance, I think of Limu Emu. Okay. It's just the natural first thing. So I think you have to do that for yourself as a single person. So you need to go out and be fun and and have a great time and enjoy yourself with friends because the minute someone single comes up and they go and a guy says, yeah, I just broke up and you know I'm kind of going on dates. They go, oh, oh I got a girl for I you. I got a girl. The, the to be synonymous with single and fun, right? Like they're the go. I definitely think of like there's go to friends I have for like I'm like trying to set them up. They and have a don't good you have, energy, but don't you have yeah. the opposite too? Yeah, I do. And, and I'm like I'm like I'm not gonna. Th- I'm not gonna put right, someone through this yeah. shit. Right. I had someone message me on Instagram and please stop asking me on Instagram. Um, but they were they were basically like giving me all the problems that they have with dating. And I and then I went to their bio and the bio was something along the lines of Mercury's always in retrograde for me. And I said to right. them that, uh, uh, right. And I said to them, I go, I go, you only look at negative. You've responded to everything I've I've I was ha- I'm happy to give you advice. I'm happy to give you the time out of my day for a little bit. And we're talking it out, and I go, listen, you've only come back to me with negativity. Right. Where you live sucks, the guys aren't ready, you have no time, you're in school. Uh, and then I go to your bio, and it says, Mercury's always in retrograde to me. Funny joke, I get it, but at the same time, we have now have a character profile. Right. I feel like you have to go into the new year optimistic, new, you know what I mean? New year, same you, but maybe better attitude. <laughs> no, yeah. Nobody wants to be the, 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 the way you solve your problem. Right. No one wants to be the solution to, to that all is, your woes of life. That is the worst dating situation. It's the to worst me. Not, person to date. They have the worst energy. Awful. And you're yeah. like, and then you feel stuck in it. Then you feel like, gotcha. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Now I'm like. Ugh, now I'm a part of the fucking yeah. whatever. Summer is just around the corner. So it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul. 
without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at lumideodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Let's do let's do the so, uh, yeah opening email. So what are we someone wrote about? in for this email about um, if it's about a bachelor scenario you might find interesting, and they wanted to know if it was weird to not follow the person you're dating on social media. She writes, "Hey J and J, rate, reviewed, and subscribed, and saw you in person in Orlando. Thank, Thank you. you, great show." So I noticed something which I thought was quite unconventional and odd that I think would be a topic to discuss on the podcast. Dean, I don't know how you say his last name, and Kaylin Miller-Keys from Bachelor in Paradise do not follow each other or like each other's content on social media. Did they break up already? Um, I don't know. We can look this up. Per an interview, Dean's answer to this is, I don't like what's expected of me, and I feel like... I feel that with couples, especially those coming out of this franchise, we're expected to follow each other on Instagram, do interviews together to have this happy couple image. I want to break out of that mold and be the couple that never does interviews together, doesn't follow each other on Instagram. Um, What are your opinions on couples not following each other on social media? I think it's stupid. I think this is a dumb, uh, no offense to Dean Unglert and Kaylin Miller-Keys. I enjoyed them on the series. I enjoyed them. um, This is... You're avoiding oh, reality. They are still together. They're still together. Um, but I, I don't... And also, they're on a picture together on social media. 
Right. So don't. This is I, this is a sound good bullshit thing. Bullshit marketing for you as a couple that I couldn't stand from Jared and what the fuck is her name? Ashley I. They do it. They're the worst. They're the worst. Uh, this couple's trying to be the worst. This is a listen. There's we have to. I I do believe this. We have to admit to the incentives of how you sound online. Okay. It is so easy in 2019 to sound like the elevated person without having to be the elevated person right. for the benefit of yourself. And yeah. and I listen. You see it with people using buzzwords. You know, they mm. they use like, you know, all the feminism, misogyny, you know, like you know like all the words. I'll never forget it. I'm, I I think it was when we were in San Francisco. Okay. We're in San Francisco. The woman who came on stage, didn't she have a dating profile that was like... The men's bathroom? She says right, in it, yeah. I'll know we've created equality when the men's bathroom... Have changing tables. Have changing tables too. And then you're and like... And the crowd goes... Mm-hmm. And like, oh, we did it! Women! Women! And I was like, men have changing tables. You already ta- have that. <laughs> I was like, we, yeah, I was like, men have changing tables in the restrooms too. Right. And they were all the women were like, no, no, they don't. I'm like, you're telling me I'm in there. Right. I'm in there. And yeah. I go and, and like, I think I said, that's where I put my coffee when I take a shit. Right. And I'm like, it's koala bear care. I know what right. it is. I know it. Yeah. If you knew the name, you know what it is. So, but I think this is like one of those it's things. Also like, this is your cause. Yeah. <laughs> your this cause. is how you're using your right. following. This is how you're going to use your large following is to say that like, we shouldn't be expected to do interviews and comment on each other's Instagram pictures. Like the earth is dying. Like figure something else out, man. Beyond that, (laughs) beyond that, let me, let me tell you, this creates a false narrative for douchey people to be douches. Yeah. Like, Oh, well Dean and and (laughs) Kalen don't follow each other. So we shouldn't have to, aren't we bigger than that? No, 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 we're not bigger than that. You're, you're absolving yourself of the realities and the, social tension of 2019 right it did remind me actually of when you said with you're with jess and you see a ring and you go like oh that's not for us <laughs> yeah we're not ring we're people. not ring people <laughs> yeah that's if you were serious about that that would sort of be the same thing totally. it's like oh i'm just like say i'm making every i'm trying to make everyone else who believes in this thing yeah they're not better be, than following right. each other on instagram they're just not they're just not able to do it that's the problem they are not able to deal with the conversations that come up via social media. Right. The uncomfortable conversations. And then to me, that's you're you're basically ignoring becoming a better couple and having conversations and having communication. They're ignoring, well, why did you like that picture? Dean is living in a fantasy land right, where he can like whatever him. the fuck he wants. She's uh, doesn't as if she doesn't search him or follow him under a fake Instagram account. You just create more lies. Right. Yeah, I agree. I think this is like complete bullshit. Also, like, we're, we don't want to have to do interviews together to have this happy couple image. You're already posting all these bullshit happy couple pictures. Talking about it is the interview. Right. <laughs> you just di- gave an interview. I don't know. It, it's, um, this is, I just love this because related to your own dating life, 
if something's a little off, like we're not above normal right. everyday thing. I know we're all special. We're not above we're texting all, in a timely manner. We, we're not above that. We're not above above liking your picture on Instagram. We're not above, you know, uh, commenting on a on a girlfriend's picture when she puts up something that looks nice right. or a guy, you know, commenting on theirs. We're not above noticing when someone yeah. doesn't like. I think it's totally okay to notice. We were in Whistler. Mike put up an Instagram story of like the scenery. I'm like, what are you here alone? <laughs> Exactly. Right. I mean, obviously, it's like the kind of thing where it's kind of like if I was like worried about saying that to him, that would be an issue. Exactly. In itself. And, and, and it's like, yeah. And it's, 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 and to act like mm-hmm. it's like the people are like, I'm not on the dating apps, but they delete every Thursday. Mm-hmm. Like you're on the dating apps. Right. Don't you, be above it. You're not above it. You're just like me. I'm a garbage asshole stalker. Stalker. And yes. so are you. <laughs> so are you, Dean Fucking and Kaylin. And Ashley, I don't ever take advice from someone who lives in a van with an ugly mustache. <laughs> Let's do some awkward sex. You Let's ready? Do it. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Can I give one more announcement? Of in addition to Naples this weekend, please come. Please. <laughs> please. Please, God. I heard this club is, is tough to do comedy at. So okay. um, well, you're not making it. But Jared's amazing I'm at funny. it, so you're yeah. going to enjoy it. I did say I was trying to get better. Um, but Naples, Florida, if you come, I would love to see you. And then Salt Lake City, Utah, and Buffalo. JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com. And guys, as always, it's 2020, biggest dating app, game of the year. Um, and we're also making a lot more improvements to ship, so download it. Invite your friends to come with you. It'll be a fun br- hungover brunch New Year's Day experience. Check it out. Let's do some awkward sex. Let's UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Hello, Jays. I recently had the most jaw-dropping sexual experience I could ever imagine. Hope it gives you a laugh. Let's see. Picture this. I was going down on a guy. Ooh, okay, hold on. Let me get hard. <laughs> Picture this. Ready? I was going, I'm, ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Uh, I was going down on a guy I'd been hooking up with for a while. He finished and I attempted to swallow. When I realized my jaw was literally locked open and I could not close it no matter how hard I tried. Oh I think it's God. literally called lockjaw. Now, please imagine how sexy you look when trying to swallow with your mouth open. Oh, my God. It's like a fish. The answer is, n- is not. <laughs> and it frankly doesn't really work. Yeah, it doesn't work. Uh, I started to freak out and he slowly realized what was going on. He started to kind of massage my jawbones to loosen it up to no avail. He eventually decided I just needed to sleep it off. He decided oh, that no. I needed to sleep it off. So we, quote, unquote, went to bed and he fell asleep promptly. How could he fall asleep with someone dealing with that? Right? Uh, oh, my God. Bring her to the emergency yeah, room. Yeah, I lay there for a while, mouth ajar, but it hurt <laughs> really, really bad. I thought to try to ice it, I'd get up to go to the kitchen and see what all the dude, what the dude had in his freezer. And was, all the dude had in his freezer was dino chicken nuggets. <laughs> dino shaped. <laughs> what the fuck? No wonder he didn't get up and <laughs> tend to the emergency. Yeah, you mean he wasn't mature? <laughs> You didn't use animal crackers to, yeah. to soften it up? You mean the guy that just went straight to bed didn't have a filet in the fridge? <laughs> uh, so I opted to stick my whole head in the freezer for a little bit to try and ice my like- open jaw, uh, blowjob mouth while he slept peacefully in bed. This guy is crazy. The worst. Yeah, he's, he's pretty bad. Nothing works, so I headed to the bathroom for a quick open mouth cry. Aww. Oh, my God. That's sad. It's sad and also what a horrible way to cry. (laughs) You're like, there's one of those moments where you're like, I gotta reevaluate my life. Yeah, (laughs) that would be like the worst part about. (laughs) 
uh, are they going down bowling people? You know, like <laughs> your mouth right? is. Up. You're like, how did it get? How did I get here? How did I get it's one here? One of those movie flashbacks sure. of like you may be wondering. <laughs> <laughs> it's her crying with her open mouth, with full like covered in oh also the cum soaked of the mouth, like she hasn't swallowed yet. I'm sure she's figured out. And eventually fell asleep. I can't believe she woke up in the morning with a still open mouth. I mean, that's kind of dangerous. I would have gone to the hospital. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I was able to pop it back into place with a bit of brute force and the motivation to not leave his apartment with my jaw on the ground. Uh, He sent me away with a sweet parting message. I really thought you were going to cry. I'm glad you didn't. Oh, God. Little does Dino Nugs know. (laughs) Fun (laughs) times. TMI, TMJ. That's a good... uh, I mean, that's a good name to, to anyone listening. This guy go to the hospital. Yeah. This guy didn't handle it right. This guy um, sucks. I, 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 I can't imagine that. Maybe I'd be he like, didn't get the severity of the situation. I mean, if someone is, looks imagine. like that painting with the with the the what was it? The scream. The scream. Like I would be. I, I would. Uh, I would hope that I would be like, okay, let's right. Call let's someone. Get you let's get to the hospital. Out of here. Like, oh. And maybe they were super. Have you drunk. ever had lockjaw? I thought like, I don't think so. I feel like I would know, right? I feel like I've had my jaw like feel weird, but it wasn't, it was never like stayed open. Have yours? I've had, so my jaw is like off okay. um, and I can like, like feel it oh. click in and out of place. Oh, really? When I eat, if I open my mouth stuck? too much, sometimes it will like, and I'm like, my worst nightmare is this scenario with a sandwich. Like, <laughs> now you know what it's like i know well i'm saying like with a sandwich you now i'm just a fat idiot like that you know, can't fucking eat a sandwich her i would imagine that the the fear is the same as mine except she's like the quote-unquote whore right. you know, like and that's not fair i'm just saying right. like that's her own my insecurities is a fat dude who can't fucking bite a sandwich right right Hers and she's got to deal with like someone's big penis yeah. now they're feeling flattered <laughs> Yeah, this the penis is the type is so of, big. I locked your show. Uh, your your jaw couldn't get back into place. I mean, the guy going to bed makes it feel like he would be the guy to say that, right? Like, oh, this happens all the time. Just sleep it off. Well, he's having a dino nug, <laughs> <laughs> dipping it in ketchup. Also, like, oh, I, one time. I didn't like that he said. I thought you were gonna cry. I'm glad you didn't. Fuck you. Yeah, that sucks. What an asshole. It's an asshole. Would you have any names? Um, lock it in. <laughs> lock it in. <laughs> Um, the Dino Deal Breaker. Yes. Um, uh, nutting for nuggets. Nutting. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the scream painting. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, I feel bad for her. That's a good test if we're testing people. Yeah, that's a good test. I mean, never go back. I mean, I would even tell my friends like, beware, beware of the guy who didn't care. People like this should have the old Western wanted photos put up in bars right this man will not help you <laughs> in case of lockjaw he will not wouldn't right. that be great He'll go to sleep yeah you, this man went to sleep I during a lockjaw keep, situation i would just keep poking him be like i'm uncomfortable help i would uber help. to the hospital i would I, I immediately like yeah. hey i i <laughs> can't even talk to him yeah i text him gabagoo gabagoo the worst If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. 
And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Let's do some emails. All right. UUP at Betches.com. Let's do it. All right. Dear J&J, huge fan of the pod. Can't wait to see your live show. Um, we already came. Hi. Uh, Jared always talks about how many how men don't get rid of leftovers or whatever. And there's a few men in my life who I think are doing this to me. Man, it sounds so much worse when I read it back to myself. I don't mean to sound that. You sound like you're like the like cafeteria lady. <laughs> <laughs> like If you don't get your leftovers out of the fridge, I'm throwing them out. They people like association. <laughs> Come and get your sloppy juice. I'm extra sloppy for you. Um, Jared always talks about men don't get rid of leftovers or whatever. And there's a few men in my life who I think are doing this to me. Classic dated for several months and the and the I said the I love yous Ooh. but never really committed for whatever reason things ended. I have no hard feelings for the most part for any of them. There's three in particular. Okay. But I'm tired of sitting in their refrigerator just in case they decide to come back for seconds, thirds, fourths, fifths. How do I cut ties without coming off like I care too much or that they still have any power over me? I straight up told one of them to please stop texting me. He took that as continue to send me Snapchats, stalk my Twitter, <laughs> oh my and text me on holidays and birthdays. I know you'll probably tell me to block, but it's not like I'm I'm not over him or the others or even dislike them. I just want nothing more more romantically or sexually from them. What can I do? P.S. I'm 25 and the guys are all around the same age. This has been going on for at least three years with one of them. Thanks for the advice. Sincerely, leftovers ready to expire already. <laughs> 
I love this email because um, it's something we hear a lot. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like they, they don't. Well, I think this is something you hear a lot because we want this, but we also don't. Because if you really don't want someone to text you anymore, fully 100%. If you okay. 100% do not want someone to text you anymore, there's a thing that you can say to that. And there's a block feature. Well, here's so there, well, I think to we play can, her part, well, I, saying, I understand what you're saying, right. but to... To rebut you the way she's rebutting in this email. Mm -hmm. And this is what a lot of people do. They go, well, I don't hate him. And why should I look like the the person who's crying because I blocked? But the fact that you even care about that, feeling like that person to me says that like, listen, any ex texts you, anyone who, and especially anyone who broke up with you, Mm -hmm. right? Anyone who broke up with you, they text you. There's still, even if you're like the happiest person ever, you moved on entirely and completely. Someone texts you, there's still a little 20% part of you. No matter, Maybe just for, for me or for, I think mm-hmm. for a lot of the girls that I've spoken to, a lot of my friends, there's still a 20% part of you that's like not that upset about it. Also, they're, they're like, taking the up person, spi- They're, they're kind of like, this person still thinks about me. That still feels kind of redeeming in some way shape or form sure i I think we need to acknowledge that i think acknowledge that it's okay and listen pride wins you nothing Mm -hmm. it doesn't and they're holding this these guys whether you want to believe it or not own space in your brain yeah that's what i'm saying like and that 20 that small part of you whenever they text you is kind of like well this person still thinks about me yeah it's like a little flattering and here's the other thing they care so little about your personal like well-being mm-hmm. that they're willing to send these texts they don't even think of how well, that's it the yeah does that, what that's it does the to annoying you. part because it's like to us it to us we don't think of it like that we think of it like oh like they must just still like have a thing for me do you want to tell a story yeah i can tell a story i i, I have an idea of a story you could tell <laughs> i not because so, i i think it will help yeah i mean because it, it was interesting to me i think a lot of people who listen to this mm-hmm having been at the live shows right they look up to you and i know yeah. you don't take you don't like bathe in that position mm-hmm. but uh, i'd say a lot of the women are like jordana is a strong independent woman right owns a company started something great building it she's got 20 people in the office she must never deal with these things little do you know little do you know but i i think this is right. a yeah i'll tell the story i think it's interesting okay all right tell the story because i I, I was, it was interesting because then we spent a whole flight talking it out like we would on this podcast. Yeah, basically I had my own deal reveal with you. With this situation, very similar to the situation. And so, right. But to before we get to the story, you have to throw away yourself at some point. Yeah, well that's, <laughs> you know, like, that's really the hard part and that's where I hold myself accountable. Yeah. I don't, I don't relinquish all blame for this. And again, like we go back to that marriage story discussion from last time, like no one is a complete villain, terrible, worthy of nothing person. Like these people have their own reasons for doing things. And the thing is, the minute you block, the minute you stop seeing them on the story feed, the minute you stop Mm -hmm. getting fucking, this is having an X on your story feed, having an X on your feed. It's like they are, can just jump out of an alley at any time. And that sucks. You should see an ex naturally. Right. You, know, you could see an ex once a year and feel okay about it. To yeah. see them once a week, you'd be like, "Ugh, enough already." So I, I, but I do want you to tell the story if you feel comfortable. I can tell the story. I mean, right. you guys have heard me reference this person on this podcast before. This was a person that I started. Um, I started 
seeing and hooking up with in college um literally 10 years ago yeah um it was this it was, i it was the second person i ever even like was with or slept with and we had this very ongoing on again off again thing but it was never like it was always like hooking up and then some like emotional stuff on the side sure like he'd send me e- we'd have like email back and forth we would have like these um we would go out. He would kind of like lead me to believe. We would text for a long time. He'd kind of like lead me to believe that it was going somewhere. And then we'd like sleep together like a few times. And then he'd be like, I, and then he would act very distant, pull away. It and then of, it was over. It kind of felt like, and this happens to a lot of people listening. Right. I'm not, I'm not. No, it's what, I mean. It's, it's you were, you would walk to the, to the edge of relationship Canyon. And then right as about to jump. Someone he, right. he would run away. Not yeah, not someone. He, you you right, were yeah. you were like oh here we go he we're gonna die and I he could feel it off. right. I'm like pretty astute about those things as you know. I have some relationship anxiety, so I was like I would yeah. feel that immediately, mm-hmm. and it would just drive me nuts like for years because I was so convinced that like we had something really special, mm-hmm. and that he was like um, eventually like that there was some weird. I would always I mean in the beginning I remember I would always blame it on like I'd be like oh well we're abroad now so he's yeah. not going to do anything we're abroad we're oh it's busy. the summer now we're summer, not gonna yeah. we just graduated and then he like moved somewhere else but then we had these like emails that we would exchange back and forth and, and we would do it if we weren't so long distance right, so yes. you know it, and excuse on excuse exactly on excuse. and then when we were like so this started when we were like twenty when we were like twenty three he moved back to New York mm-hmm. I'm like this is it. We're going to make been, it happen. We've been talking for all the, this this time. He would co- occasionally come back. We would like hook up, but I'd be like, oh, he doesn't live here or whatever. Yeah. He came back again. We were like talking. We met up. And then like the next day he emails me. He's like, I just can't do this. <laughs> and the reason right. he's doing that is because he knows that he just exploited the thing that gets him to hook up. Mm-hmm. Like he's ex- and he knew right. He knew it was like trying to. It was like heading towards something more. And and he knew that the part of the reason. And like I'm not saying it was as knowing as I'm explaining it mm-hmm. right now. But part of the reason you're hooking up with him is due to this other exploitation of a relationship coming in the future. Right. So that's why he gets ahead and goes, "Hey, we can't." Just so you know, right? I can't. I can't, I can't do, do this. this. I understand. Like. Maybe I'm like I I'm not trying to, I wasn't trying to lead you on I really thought I could do it like I came but and I think that there maybe there was some truth to that where he was like I really did want it to work and yeah. I came back and like I just could there was something missing I totally. couldn't do it whatever bullshit not bullshit um, it's somewhere in the middle right exactly so then this happens he has a whole other girlfriend like um and then you start thinking like he he's able to have be a right. have a, that girl's able to be his girlfriend not me right I remember him saying to this to me in this email he was like I just felt like there was something missing. And to me, that was like, the, we're talking about closure a lot in here. Sure. Uh, to me, that was like the worst thing someone could have said. Because I'm like, what do you, like, I must be totally delusional. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I yeah. felt it. And like, you keep coming back, mm-hmm. even though you know I want this. So like, there's like, uh, like I must be totally crazy. The, yeah, like, that yeah, was the worst I, part to me. It made me question my own sense of like, reading, yeah. the, reading the room or reading. Totally. The, and that's something I kind of pride myself on is sort of like an ability to, know what's going on be a little self-aware yes um so we had that so whatever that happened he had a girlfriend broke up with a girl but year a couple of years later broke up with a girlfriend texted me hey been like been hoping i run into you i haven't let's meet the, up the leftovers are screaming at you 
Yeah, so the last yeah, one yeah, was yeah. screaming at me. He comes back to the fridge. And I'm he keeps like, coming back at to the, the fridge. At the time, I'm single. I'm like, at this point, like 25 again. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, fuck, he realized. <laughs> like, <laughs> he knows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, part of me, like, a little hesitant because it's happened before. You've been burned once. Right. Yeah, I understand. So that. I go back. We get, we, we, we get drinks, and I'm like, but I'm like, I got to bring up the letter. Yeah. And that was the last. I never had answered that letter. He, he emailed me and he's like, or no, he were in, were in person. And I'm like, so why'd you ask me to hang out? And he's like, um, well, we always had like a good time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we always had fun. And I'm like, oh, like. What a different way but uh, to it's relate. It's like two years <laughs> later. So I guess he thought there was like enough time. Maybe I wasn't, it, maybe either it didn't mean as much to mm-hmm. me as it did or. But this is back to what we were saying with this email to relate it to this, this woman who wrote in. Right. It's not the same in his head as it is to you. Right. Like, that's what I'm saying. We're he, seeing things completely. And the amount, him reaching out, he doesn't even realize, I would hope that it brings you back to a place that's not. A really painful place. A painful right. Place. A painful yeah. place of like being heartbroken, essentially, sure. over this person that I always kind of felt like almost materialized into something real yep. several times. Um, and he's like, uh, I'm like, oh, well, do you remember that letter you sent me? Yeah. <laughs> I have I it like, right here. I printed it out. And I remember I was like, well, I was like, that was a pretty painful thing. I know I never responded to it. I probably should have. But like, that was really like hurtful. Like, do you feel still feel the same way? Because it seems kind of weird that you would ask me to hang out if you still feel that. Yeah. And he just like looked at me like was not prepared for that at all. Sure. Um, And he was like, I don't whatever, like mumbled something weird. And the, I was just and, like. And you're referencing the letter that said something was missing and i said that he was yeah it was a full letter that was like i think you're amazing i think you're so great i tried to make it work i couldn't and And then he came back without referencing that at all so it was like i'll bring i'll go and i'll bring it up yeah and he doesn't have an answer doesn't have an answer i left i was like okay like i'm not gonna have this conversation with myself yeah i left he unfollowed me on instagram okay (laughs) (laughs) the ultimate nail just like her right and then um about a year later Somehow I got lonely enough that I was warped back into it and mm. the same thing happened. And then um, this and, is an epic, right? This is an epic. It happens. It happened again and again mm. and again. And then finally one year um, we were doing the same thing and then it was my birthday. We were okay. like hooking up. We had gone on a couple dates. Mm. It was my birthday and he didn't say anything for like most of the day. Mm-hmm. And then he texts me all lowercase. Happy birthday. Okay. Ooh. That's it lowercase right how could it all no exclamation point Uh, it was basically to me it was a sign of him telling me i don't care about you it was a low level happy birthday right right it's not something you it was something you would get it was less than something you would get from your dentist yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) it was the way i put it at least mails a card and then well what that did was that prompted me to like go seek therapy because i was like i'm not going to be 40 years old still fucking waiting on texts from this guy yeah of course um, so I went and I saw a therapist and I like passed out. I mean, like there's so many reasons that I do that. I'm sure there's reasons that he did that. There's so many sure. reasons I went back that were like terrible, horrible reasons. Like, I mean, not terrible, horrible reasons, but like things so, that I do because of the, whatever my past is that allowed me to keep your own insecurities yeah, and exactly. your own, everyone has their things. Yeah. So I went to therapy. I eventually like moved on from it. I'm in a very happy relationship now. Totally. And then I get, we're in the Vancouver show. So we go to Vancouver um, and we do a great show. The Vancouver audience was great. Um, And then you tell me then we get off stage and you have a text waiting for you. 
yeah, we get off stage. It was the, I think it was the, as soon as the show ended, I got a text. It's from him. And it says like, hey, like, saw your name on the marquee, came to see the show, sat in the back. Um, I don't even know if it said sat in the back. Uh, like, you you killed it. You did such a good job. Like, I'm so happy for you. Or I read something the text. Like it was like yeah. a very glowing mm-hmm. text that ignored all the weirdness of just the, like text. the first right just yeah. like the first time when he had reached out again out of like when i told well, you about that when he reached out that time yeah i read it and it was like i was thinking of like you know just like this podcast i was like mm-hmm. how would i do that how would i show up to a to a woman's show mm-hmm. who i have a history with in a city that has nothing to do with either of us right where I would have never anticipated I, that. I And I'm like, this is the craziest way to reach out. I, You know, like, it's like with any email here, I'm always like, well, how would I do it? And how far away is it from what I would do? And <laughs> that means, and if it's, I always, I do genuinely believe everyone's 10% away from each other. Right. And how we act and how we emotionally react to things. There's outliers, but we're all in the fat Generally part of the, of of the mean. Yeah. Right. And I was like, this is him. To me, he was ignoring the history. As you know, that text comes from someone you've met once through a friend of a friend, right? Like hey, so I was an I acquaintance. Saw your, right. I saw your or name. Someone on the t- you went to college with that you haven't spoken to in a bit. Totally. The only way I would like, I remember I did shows in China, and when I went to China, um, I got an e- uh, before I get to China. There's a dude that I went to uh, college with who emailed, who I knew him, but like we weren't close. He emailed my good friend being like, hey, I'm in China. He was working in China. He's like, I'm in China. Um, and I just saw Jared Freed's face on a on a <laughs> poster. Does, right. He goes, is he a comedian? Like he had no... Idea. Right. I and, mean, I he wouldn't probably if he lives in China. <laughs> exactly. yeah. But then it was the it was appropriate. Right. He went to my friend who they are closer. Then the friend forwarded me the email being like, hey, he lives out there now. Then we connected. We ended up getting together. Great guy. Whatever. But that's how this guy reached out. Right. When this guy it, in China, I've never fucked him. so right and to me it's like you know what i mean that's another painful thing it's like you're saying you're reaching out like you did nothing like we like we had nothing exactly and and i then i was when we were talking about this i was like if it were me and there was this person that i'd been seeing on and off for a close to a decade right i would be like the to me the appropriate way would be like hat in hand text you that day mm-hmm. hey i happen to be in vancouver i saw that you're here through instagram because i you know i check in every now and again mm-hmm. it he absolved himself of, of the vulnerability of getting hearing a no right and that's the most to me that would make me angry because if if he had texted you that day being like hey i just want to like see if it's okay if i show up i'm kind of here alone i'm working uh i know it might be weird like at mm. least that acknowledges a history right and 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 his he doesn't want to acknowledge anything. Yeah, his text was willfully uh, disregarding that history, and I—that's why, I, like, I—I I, I was totally on your side, not just because we know each other, we're friends, mm. but because I was like, yeah, this doesn't pass pass the, the test for acceptable like behavior towards someone. Well, that was what he, I remember in that email, in that initial <coughs> email, 
Like, yeah. in, I mean, it, there was a time when I was reading it constantly just trying to figure out fucking yeah. clues. <laughs> um, he was like, I really like, I hope you find someone that makes you happy and give you whatever you what, like what you want because I feel like you deserve that. And like this to me shows like you don't give a shit about me. No. Like, what do you mean you like? And you have. I have, a, you I have, have a boyfriend that, that he knows that I live with. That you've that's, right? that has made you happy and right. is, is finding the in you're in the journey of finding the things that you've always wanted. Right. So if that was true, which it's not, you would have stayed the fuck away from me. So, <laughs> yeah. And, and I it's it's in, the whole thing is interesting because it's it's a lot to do with what this woman writing us is saying. Mm hmm is a shared experience that it's like these people are just just go away right don't make me go through this just stop right it. you're gonna i mean yeah don't make me like have to like tell you what you should already know which is that this is weird it's it's like uh it's like a form of torture <laughs> you know like i'm not, I mean, not to me, demean torture right but for but me I'm, it was like all those years like those were really hard years for me. They were hard years in dating for me. They were hard years in like, I mean, there was, I'm not, not again, I'm not absolving myself of responsibility. I sure. answered all those texts. I still like went back. I would, did, I apparently did not have enough until I had had enough. But especially if you, if you've like not texted the person in a while and yeah. you've unsubscribed from I mean, social media, you know, those like those, like, isn't there a torture technique to just keep you awake? <laughs> like <laughs> this is kind of keeping yeah. you, this is like the similar to keeping you awake. Right. It's little tiny touches to keep hey, you I'm emotionally right. uh, involved. Yeah. And the last time I had actually heard from him was like a couple years ago when he was like texting me for my birthday or something. And he was like, um, do you he's like, if you if you're around, we should catch up or something. And I was like, I really don't think that'd be appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, OK, got it. But like, then at whatever. that point, he should have gone away. <laughs> right. But he hasn't. And so you ended up, I mean, to tell this person, mm -hmm. like, you know, what did you do? What, we what went we over do? what do we do, <laughs> do, we we, do? well because right. I, I well I, I mean like you're it happens it so happened to be that we were on a podcast talking about these <laughs> exact type of issues but yeah. i got one and for me honestly like if we talk about the shows and we talk about this podcast and i know there's probably some people at home thinking like you're in a relationship you have a boyfriend you live with him what do you know right yeah, what course. do you know about dating what do you know about what it feels like what yeah, do you know yeah. about that experience and this was almost kind of nice because it took me back there and yeah. like all those years felt really shitty. I remember every time I had a girlfriend, I felt really shitty every time I was alone on New Year's or things and I would just sure. be thinking about this person who would just didn't give a shit about me like it felt really shitty and not that it's good that I felt back there, but I think for this podcast, yeah, I remember well, these like, moments where you, know? you cared way more than he cared. Right. And, and how like painful that was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I remember when you were showing me the text, like there's a question of like, what's the next move? Right. And there's the move of saying nothing and being the bigger person, I guess. Right. Well, I, some that's would what see it that I tried way. to do that in the past, but it didn't really. And my, you know, I'm what I said to you and kind of what I'm saying to this person right here is like, that hasn't worked. You know, that you the, the message hasn't come across about sometimes you have to let people know. I know maybe you could say, well, they should know. Sometimes you have to be you have to take the, the knife. knife and stab him in the heart yeah. and be like, hey, this actively hurts me. You reaching out and don't make it like. We, we, well, we had our first draft, and then you were like, eh, it's a little too yelly. 
It's like, it's like you're, you saw him on the street and you're screaming at him. It did feel that way, but it also made it like... Well, that was my first initial gut feeling, and then we took it back a Everyone sec. should write a text once, show it to one friend, and then rewrite. I mm. always say this with comedy. We write to edit. Right. You know, so we so write it. version was way better. You have to write a first version to get to a final version. Right. So, I mean, I thought, I thought the issue with your first write-up of it was that it put so much, like... It didn't speak about you. How does this? And, and here's how, how I does feel. It make me feel right. And here's what when you do blankety blank, it makes me feel blankety blank. Mm, that's such a therapy thing from you. I'm impressed. Is it? That's how. Like, that's what the therapists oh. tell you to put everything wow. in terms of like I feel terms. And but also I right because then there's no response of like, well I didn't mean you to. Can't no, 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 no. you didn't mean. Right. I don't care if you didn't mean to do shit. You did it. Mm-hmm. And. I need you to stop reaching out. This is bullshit because yeah. you hurt me every time you reach out. And it's like some people might not get that because there might be a sociopath. <laughs> but like we can't account. We can't like it's like on Twitter when people are like people on Twitter say no crazies. Yeah. Let's account for the normal people for a second. Someone should look at that and go. Oh, I don't want to actively hurt someone. I, I believe in the good in people. That right. They don't do and that. with him, I think that he he believes that he is that person, but he keeps doing it. So yeah. maybe in the same way that I would keep responding. Sure. He would keep doing it because either he's rationalized that it doesn't mean as much or he just yeah. doesn't care. I don't know. I mean, you wrote back and. Yeah. And then he apologized. Meaningless, but yeah. like apologized. And I he mean. He did say I'll never do this again. Yeah. Because I was like, let's just stop. Well, first he tried to rationalize why he did it. And then I was like. Let's just stop doing this. Like stop. Yeah. Let's yeah. just. It's enough. Yeah. And it, 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 sometimes I hate to say it, but sometimes it takes that. It mm-hmm. shouldn't. Right. But I mean, I think that the clearer you are, the earlier you are, um, the more time you save. Like I should have. I should have sent that text four years ago. Five yeah, but years you, ago. You can't beat yourself up over that. Yeah. Like, but I'm saying like that. But that's so the lesson for the yeah, for the for viewers the <laughs> for the listeners at home. I would say like I and we do get emails and I get DMs about like how do you get how do you move on from that person who you can't seem to move on from if they still kind of keep inserting themselves in your life and yeah. the answer is to really do what we just did. I mean I again like it took me I, I chose the therapy route and but that it's, helped. But it's but also like, what, whatever it takes. Yeah. Like no one can judge your uh your pursuit of feeling better. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like... Um, and it all led me to where I am now. So I don't even like... I think also like that that experience gives me compassion in this podcast. It gives me yeah. a sense of, of understanding what it's like. And and, it, and you know what I mean? Like yeah. you look at all these... It's easy to look at a lot of these girls and be like, you're pathetic. Just stop answering. <laughs> it's, it's not the I, case. That was how I like... used to like speak to myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean? yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that, that's why... I'm happy that we get so many nice emails of like, oh, yeah. it's helped me change my perspective. It's right. A, we do get a lot of those messages. That's not why we started this. We don't bathe in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, did it feel like the end of Ghost when the ghosts fly out of the dead person? Like, <laughs> a little like, bit. And, then, and your spirit is finally free, right. you know? But even like, but this girl that we're even like talking about who's writing here where she was like, um, where she won't block them. I'm like, there is, yeah, there is like still like a little twinge of like, yeah you can't stop you sitting in the back of my show like the end of some sad rom-com like there is like a little bit of a twinge of like yeah like it still feels good that you're like kind of obsessed with me 
Yeah. <laughs> in my mind. Anyway, even if that's not the All's case. All's well it ends crazy. Yeah, exactly. I'm still a nut job. Yeah, no, but I... Um, I you know what I mean. I know like, what you it's mean. It's still like you saw that you like got tickets. Well, this is the other thing. You're also... He is obviously dealing... Like, again, if there's no more moment where it's clear that he has his own shit. Right. That's the moment. Because that is an abnormal way to go see someone's show who you have a history with. Right. So maybe so that'll create this his has own nothing to do. Maybe, but this has nothing to do with you. Well... You know, as yeah. much as it does. Right. I mean, you know... I don't know. It's uh, so. I mean, this is all to say, you know, block people when you, you yeah. know, like block get away pe- from block them. people and or just be real with them. Just yeah. be real. This makes me feel bad. Please don't do it anymore. It makes me feel bad. A lot of ex hookups, you kind of have to deal with like uh, like a vampire. Like you have to like you know, stab in the heart, cut off the head right. and then and then <laughs> make bury sure they're it. really dead. Yeah. Separate yeah. the head from the body so it doesn't reattach. Like right. you really have to like fucking put it out there. And I think people think the way to this is to not be vulnerable. I think the only way is vulnerability. Right. I agree. Because I think I tried that route, especially when I was like, it first happened when I was 22. And I was like, I'm just not going to answer. Yeah, yeah, It's like, no, well. Right. I'm not going to show him that I care. But it's like, oh, no, instead of that, I'll just spend the next six years <laughs> just crying in the corner about it. I'll show him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> you know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do some emails. More, yeah. okay. okay. UUP at Petra's. I'm, I'm happy you told your story. I think, th- I think, I think if one person gets something out of it, I think it'll be helpful. I think they will. I, I saw that text. I was like, what? Like, <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. I mean, what a move. I, I don't know. Yeah. Showing up. And it's funny because like, I was telling you this, but like, all these narcissistic comics like are always like, Oh my set, my show's up there. Oh, my tour dates are everywhere. Some girl could just come find me. It's like, get over your fucking self. And it's like, someone did it to you. Right. <laughs> like, I have a stalker. Yeah. Yay. Jared and Jordana, I'm reaching out to you all because I'm desperate. Ooh, I grew up below the poverty line and have fought hard to succeed. I am now a recently licensed attorney and have been with my boyfriend for two years. Congratulations. I love that. We met in law school and we were both attorneys doing the same area of law but on different sides. I do plaintiff's work and he does big law defense work. He makes double my salary and comes from an affluent family where money has never been an issue. The wage inequality is a normal wage discrepancy in law. Plaintiffs make less money and defense attorneys make more. I've heard that. I, I think this is like... The trope of every movie. 
It's like the good guys make less money. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> well, it's always a court appointed attorney and it's like the, the yeah. person with like a jacket with like arm patches. Oh, yeah. Like, like a, fumbling with a bunch of files. Do you see the night of? No. The attorney in the night of is like the defense attorney for the for the kid with the murder. And he's like, he's like, has to walk with like one foot out because he's got a big like fungus on it. <laughs> well, this is also a marriage story. Yeah. He goes That's to the old too. divorce yeah, the nice lawyer, guy. the nice guy. Right. And then he's he goes, like, just, he's like, just let you go to college on the East Coast. Yeah. Pay when you pay. And the other guy's like, $25,000 retainer right now. And it's like, oh, and he's like hot and good suit. Money has been an issue my whole life. And despite being an attorney, I'm still not in good financial place. We've had issues before where he is not understanding that I do not have the financial means to do things like he can. And he struggles to understand my financial struggles. Whenever we argue about it, he tells me things would be easier if you just moved in. I'm not ready to move in. And I've made that very clear. I have been vocal to my boyfriend and my interest in switching to doing defense work because I need the money and want to diversify my resume. During a regular job search, I found out his firm and his division were hiring. I told him that I was interested in working there. He explicitly rebuked the idea and told me he did not want us working together, nor would he ever recommend me even after he leaves the firm. Uh, this is more than money. Uh, he was even insulted and said that the idea that I would ask for a recommendation made him feel like I was using him to advance my career. Oh, okay. Um, his firm is very prestigious, and if I if hired, I would be in a better financial state, and it would greatly improve my career. I'm upset that as my boyfriend, he won't help me out because to me, he sees that I'm struggling and has the ability to help me, but won't. I don't know what to do. We have talked about marriage, but this feels almost like a deal breaker in the relationship because if he won't help me with this, what else won't he help me with? Sincerely, the poor lawyer. Um, what do you think? I mean, talk about vulnerability. Love this email. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they got to break up. I, I mean, well, who I, do you think I is correct here. I think it's, I, I think it's an absolute deal breaker. I, I, I always believe with people you love and people you care about, rising the tides helps all, and like well, make someone like I, I, he's. A, you know, to me, like, listen, I, I talked about. There's comedians I love mm-hmm. putting on this show and when we do our live shows and promoting them, like, you know, this is a very popular show and a, an opportunity for anyone that comes on this or my other podcast to put their name out to people and get out to someone in Buffalo that might not know who they are and might help their bank account in some but, way to see a show. So to me, I understand you might say, I, I'm, well, I'm imagine, seeing where you see it differently. Jess, sure. is, Jess is like, I want to get into stand up. Right? Okay. Uh, I want to be a guest on your show, not even necessarily have anything to do with dating you, just giving my own dating advice. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to be a guest. And if you've been on any of their podcasts, please recommend me. To me, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> I hear what you're saying. That's different to me than that's now I've dated someone I didn't know anything about because they're changing their career to get into okay. my. I mean, I guess know, like, the parallels. Not, it's a, it, not exactly equal. It's not but, exactly equal. Like, listen, I know comics who have dated people who didn't do comedy, then all of a sudden they want to do it. And it feels like kind of like a, whoa, did, did I, I make you think this was so easy that you could do it? You know, it, it, it feels like a turncoat situation in that scenario. But for me, where they're both accomplished lawyers, mm-hmm. um, I do understand. To me, he... You've dated comedians, though, or people in the comedy yeah, world. Yeah, I have. Wouldn't that make you uncomfortable, though? I I don't think so. I've had people that I've in the comedy world that I've hooked up with on my show, right? Um, and I I I to me this is 
to me, this is not about money. This is about him going, him worried about him not thinking the relationship is the one. If oh. he was sure about the relationship, because I think guys, to I've said this about like work, work workplace relationships, guys will always see the end. But, well, that's but, what I'm saying. It's like, for me, it's kind of like, he's just trying to like, make sure that like his career is protected. Although mm-hmm. I don't think that means he doesn't like her or respect her or want her to do well. I, to me, it's kind of like, he's like, okay, I have this job. Mm-hmm. I work at a corporate law firm. I'm going to recommend my girlfriend who I, uh, who they're probably not going to even really take my recommendation seriously. Cause she's my girlfriend and they know like, that's why she's my, I'd be recommending her. That I, I hear that rebuttal. But that's not how the way she well, wrote it. Well, that's not how she wrote it because maybe yeah. that's not how she thinks of it. Okay. But then I'm thinking of I'm him, right? Because mm-hmm. like I'm, you know, I have a job where people ask for sure things. You know, people want to work for you, with you, whatever. And then like, so he has to go to his boss, say, I've got a recommendation that's my girlfriend. One, if that works out, they work together now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's desirable for any relationship actually. Mm-hmm. And then three, like, let's say... They do wind up working together. She sucks. How does that look for him? He's now has to deal with his entire other like. This isn't even like a comedy thing where you all everything you do is like pretty freelance. So right. So maybe let's use a different different parallel. Okay. Mike does accounting. Mm-hmm. Let's say the person who does your accounting here at Betches, they're out. Right. We need someone to do the accounting. Not him. Never. Nope. Even if he came to you and was like. Hey, this could be a great opportunity for me to start my own accounting firm. Nope. Never. Never. You Not would, because I wouldn't want him to. I would say I am going to find a, I would love to find a connection of someone that I know that needs an accountant that is okay. not in this office because I mean, I'm sure he's an amazing accounting. Everything of I've course. heard about him from well, work that I he tells me and that I yeah, see yeah, he's yeah. great. But like you have no reason to think he's a bad. Yeah, accountant. I have no yeah, reason yeah. to think he's a bad accountant. <laughs> but I don't know if he's a good accountant for here. And then what if it does? Like if it doesn't work out, what I have to I have to fire him, like or or someone I know has to mm. fire him, even if he were like he's this is my company. I'm not even this guy isn't even like the head of the company. This, this is like yeah. you know what I mean. I for hear me, you. For him, I would. T- it makes. To- I mean, like it makes total sense why he would not want her to work with him. And it sounds like if he wanted to break up with her, why would he say just move in? yeah (laughs) yeah well i i'm kind of on his side here i'm Mm. like i think it would be like not supportive if he was like and i'm never gonna help you get a job anywhere i don't if i'm not gonna i wouldn't i won't ask any of my friends who work in other firms if they know anyone if i were him if it were if it were like my boyfriend looking for a job i'd be like let me use my network of people that aren't in my direct bloodline yeah to help you find something but yeah i don't want you working with me that that is great for now, but if it doesn't work out, the the consequences of that are so high. Yeah, I'm. I guess I'm moving more towards your side on this because I do think there's a there's a medium. He, what mm-hmm. she does wrong, I think, is she keeps talking about the difference of their family upbringing, money wise, mm-hmm. and that's not really fair to him. She's using that as a re, like you're keeping me in poverty. Right. Like, but like he's saying, like I'm not. I don't want you to be poor. Move in. Move in. I'll, I guess he did say move in. I, I, I guess I. To me, I, I thought of this as like him being like, well, if it doesn't work out, I'm fucked at work. Um. So why is he thinking it won't work out? Which means, but like, chances are, 
I mean, like you said, date it with a guy who doesn't want to date someone at the office. Like, chances are it doesn't work out. And then you're dating someone at the office. And you're now you have an ex at the office. I don't think... I don't even think he's thinking about it like that. I think he's thinking about, like, her performance now. Whatever... The best thing about, like, you having a different job than your significant other mm. is whatever... They're both, like, totally separate. And if one goes well, it has nothing to do with yeah. the other one. I think, you know... I guess you've brought me down to earth a little bit. Um, I think in your field, maybe it would make more sense because there's not as many, there's not like a so much of like a hierarchy and a structure. Sure, there's no promotions and, like, and, and firing and whatever. Yeah. It's more like give it a shot. Maybe they're funny. Maybe they're not. Yeah. I, I, I think maybe to to me, now that I'm like through those eyes, mm-hmm. it feels like too convenient. Like if I was him, I'd be like, Oh, so all of a sudden, because I work at this company and I can give you a recommendation, all of a sudden you want to find a new job and make me feel bad that you don't make as much money. Right. Like, I think the way you you said something before that might be the solution. Like, let me like, hey, find I want to make this move towards this side of law. Right. This is my decision. I, I need to get out of this side because I need to make more money. I, I can pay off my student loans. I've made this decision. You have to make the decision independent of his job having the opening. Right. Not because like you know someone who can get you an in somewhere. Then that person feels like one like used. Your only lifeline out of there. I would be annoyed if someone even asked me that. Mm. Because now it'd be like now you're putting me in that position of like. I don't. He also like might not even know like she might suck as a lawyer and be a great girlfriend. But he's kind of like I don't. But I don't think you should have to tell her that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, that's tough to like, that's the best part about having two different careers is like, yeah. that doesn't necessarily like one doesn't need to affect the other. Yeah. I guess I, this goes kind of back to what we were saying way in the beginning is just like when someone is like a fun and great person, you want to set them up more. Mm-hmm. The same goes for like your work stuff. When someone's like working hard on finding a new career or a new career path, then you want to help them. It doesn't right. go backwards. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go, well, I need to help you find a job. No, no, no. Yeah. I've been looking for a while and I got an interview at this other law firm. I, do you know anyone there that you can give me the lay of the land there? That's right. a different way of asking than, hey. I need you to like get me a job at the firm that you work for. Yeah, that's different. Right. There's a, it's, it's, it, with a lot of these things, it's a different positioning. Yeah. That, I think if he's unwilling to like, reach out to his network and see if there's anyone he knows who yeah. might have a similar job opening at a different firm. That's a problem. That's a problem. To yeah. me, I saw this like, and maybe it's cause I like work in like an office, but no, like, you saw <laughs> it totally. No, but, and right. you run a company mm-hmm. and you deal with this more than I would ever deal with. It's like when I deal with this, it's more like they're funny. They're great. Right. You know, like try it right. When you deal with it, it's like, well, can I trust them to like get the job done? You know, it's yeah. different for you. And then there's also like all these other things that are like, you know what I mean? Like now is work shit getting into like your home life shit. Mm-hmm. Like you want to like it's nice. It's nice to come home at the end of the day and have someone who has nothing be with someone who has nothing to do with what you've been doing all day. I did date someone who was working at a comedy club and it was when I first started mm-hmm. getting spots at comedy clubs. Right. And it was very tough because I would have to hear about who was getting booked and not getting booked. And then I'm like, well, that pr- and it's like all you wanted was a vacation from your own shit right isn't it you, nice yeah, that just nice. doesn't work and has nothing to do with like this oh, world that you're in it's 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 a great breather and i love hearing about her work shit. exactly like it makes it e- all that stuff is like oh let me take a trip to your shit shit town we right, all have our exactly own shit town. and yeah. i'm so happy while i'm happy that i don't have anything to do with it i can help you because i also like 
I it wouldn't imagine if you like worked. Imagine if you worked at the job that she was at and you were like, yeah, you know, but like your reports could be a little better. Yeah, actually. it'd be awful. Right. I don't want. I don't want. You just have to be defending her. This is why the yeah. more you date someone, the more unaware you become. <laughs> you're, you're just with someone agreeing with you. Right. You're just like, everything... yeah, fuck them. They should yeah. have given you that raise. Everyone sucks. We're hot, and we all fuck good. And exactly. it's like no one can tell you any but differently. But as a couple, like that brings you together. Like yeah. you got to come together <laughs> on like hating the people that neither of you even know. Yeah. Some people you see them on Facebook. You're like, how did you go this far off the reservation? It's because someone at home is going. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, you're Do right. It. Exactly. Right. <clears throat> so I, I don't know. I, I. To this woman's email, I understand what she's doing with with saying like their their income difference, but like I think she's used that to her. She's weaponized her own history, right? And it also sounds like he's trying to help her out financially, and that's the real issue. But he's not trying to keep her in poverty. He's like, move in, I'll help you out financially. If he's saying I won't help you get a job anywhere, I won't use any of my connections to help advance you in any way, shape, or form. Um, that's a different story than I don't want you to get a job in the in the firm that I work at. And, and this makes me feel uncomfortable at a yeah. place that I'm trying to rise myself. Right. And you totally changed my mind. Oh, wow. I love you it when it. I do that. It's so <laughs> exciting. Let's play some games. Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Red flag deal breaker. Their New Year's resolution is to have more sex. Just be going on a first date. <laughs> oh, first date? First date. First date, you're like, hey, anything for the New Year's? And they're like, fuck a lot of women. <laughs> I'd be out for that. <laughs> you're out? If I'm, in a, if I'm in a committed relationship and they're like, yeah, we should up our sex like game, I'd be like, okay, that sounds cool. Because the the, the pivotal thing is with you yeah. in this situation. <laughs> I've never heard of a more green flag in my entire life. You'd be into it no matter what? <laughs> hey, yeah. nice to meet you. Nice, to, like, like if we, we're on a day, I just want to fuck more. Eve, uh, cool. check please right <laughs> you know? i get it for you you'd be into it for yeah. me deal breaker first date um you know my new year's resolution is it's to fun. suck more dick <laughs> oh my god <laughs> no just wow <laughs> wow good for you finally someone said it it's like a guy being like my new year's resolution is to be engaged by the end of the year <laughs> i'm listening <laughs> let's do another one um tells you they spent new year's eve alone in their apartment watching tv totally fine with that you're okay with it i uh, here's here's the here's the difference yeah i just stay there's two different ways to answer what'd you do new year's okay. ask me what i did new year's what'd you do for new year's there's three different ways okay <laughs> there's a few <laughs> different ways. okay what did i okay go with one uh what'd you do for new year's i went out with some friends we did like a bar deal thing it was fun nothing crazy that person okay. I did. Yeah, that's fine. Ask me again. What'd you do for New Year's? Sat home, watched some TV. Let's say, you know, it was a Tuesday. I kind of wanted to, you know, recharge for the for the week. I worked pretty hard, whatever. That's a red flag. That's not, that's fine. Yeah, that's I'm totally fine. cool with that. Yeah. Right, What'd you do for New Year's? I fucking hate New Year's. I fucking hate everyone who goes out. Stupid idiots. It's amateur night. Anyone who goes out on New Year's is an idiot who pays too much and and doesn't even know how to have fun. That's a deal breaker. That's a deal breaker. Right? That person sucks. Yeah, you're right. When it, when hating something becomes your religion. Right. Yeah, you can phrase the the not going out thing in a way. Although I might be a little concerned that you don't have any friends. Ye but maybe yeah. a little bit. If I was proved in any other way the opposite of that, 
it might just put me a little on guard for like antisocial. Are you not, a boring person? Right, yeah. Yeah. I. But I wouldn't be a deal breaker. Yeah. Not a deal breaker, but a deal breaker. Anyone who hates the, anything the too third much. One, deal breaker. Yeah. Like SantaCon just happened oh yeah we like flew in right for right in time for the end of the it was Santas. like it was like flying into the apocalypse We're like uh, oh this is what new york is like now we've been gone for two weeks i understand I that santa con is a fun day you know i do get yeah i did santa con back in the day i did it i went it was fine great i love a day drink great way to meet people you know yeah santa con has it gone gotten a little bit more destructive than it used to be and kind of annoying yeah sure but I don't hate on anyone for doing it. Like I can understand why some. Like I saw a guy in an ugly sweater, but the ugly sweater was a unicorn that was puking green. Like it was made for SantaCon. Right. And I was like, yeah, that was me at some point. Also, like, yeah, that like not what I want to do now. Right. I do. I think SantaCon. You can understand it, but you're not. I'm not a part of it. Right. And do I understand? Like, do I think SantaCon like the creativity has been lost? Yeah. You can buy a Santa suit for SantaCon like there's emails going out being like get ready for SantaCon like that didn't exist so at a certain point when this first started it was kind of a more fun thing because it was a wink and a nod mm-hmm. and took a little bit more effort now it's just there for you so right. I don't really respect it as much but do I hate it now so like people so hate SantaCon they do SantaCon now though they're 34 and they do yeah. SantaCon it would have woman. to be woman. <laughs> a woman it would have to be her, their own version of it like the same crew. We've been doing it for years. Now okay. it's our own like fun thing. We know it sucks. Okay. Like yeah, we know we're to too old for it. it. Yeah, yeah. Right. They have to be aware about it. Yeah. Would you? Guys celebrate SantaCon every year with the same group. It's like his fantasy football team. Like it's like his fantasy football guys. And, and they're like, And we, they're gonna be doing this indefinitely? They're gonna be the fifty year old. It's our man tradition. <laughs> we we know we're too old for it. Um, but so we love getting back together. It's our one chance. It's because a lot of these events become excuses for right, wives. Yeah. <laughs> like, I gotta get out of here. Gotta get away from this baby. I would be fine <laughs> with it until we have a child. Once we have a child, Santa Con is over. It's funny. I have friends. I have friends with babies that are like, that the, they'll be like, yeah, man. Any as long as there's an excuse, I'm just like in for it. There. Yeah. And I'm like, and I always do the same thing where I'm like, okay. Uh, good to know about so-and-so's horrible marriage. Like, I'll write back on the, <laughs> on the email. Right, like, God, I gotta save me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Santa Con, I'm not like up with the baby while you're like fucking... Uh, it's their one thing. In your... They could pick a better thing, <laughs> you know. I'm fine with them having a boy's day, but let's class it up. Yeah. All right. Let's do one more. All right. Takes 45-minute showers. I, I mean... Change this to shits. And and that's you. It's me. It's pretty much me. If anyone, Jordana's learned one thing about my pre-show routine, is it's a lot of time spent in the bathroom. Right now, I get why you don't do road trips. No, no road <laughs> trips. Well, it's not even. That's where I clear my head. Right. So I can understand. It's if like so, your meditation. I find that's where I get my best my best notes ready. That's where I get my like zen on mm-hmm. on the toilet. It's a better seat for me. I feel more comfortable on it. So, you're, so if someone you're okay had this, the showers? if they were like 45 minutes in the shower, this is where I find my zen. Good for you. I'm cool with it. Yeah, I guess it's fine. Uh, Mike takes very long showers. I find it to be a little <laughs> annoying because that's why I'm saying two bathrooms solve that issue. That's I. Someone gave that advice once. They're like, you got it. Two bathrooms. I didn't think it was there. a big deal. And then now that I live with someone, I'm kind of like, 
be nice to have my own bathroom. I'm sure. I mean, women get ready. They're like, oh, I got ready quick. And it's like an hour. And then. Yeah, no, it's like a whole process. And like the bathroom. Is, the I like to have my get, own space. The slow get ready. The amount of time sitting in a towel doing nothing is like crazy. Well, think about how much time you spend on the toilet. We just Fair. spend that time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like cathartic. Yeah. Like, kind of like for you. I'm like, oh, like I put on some music. And like, yours isn't giving you hemorrhoids. There you so, go. That's nice. Yeah. Well, that's our show. <laughs> Happy New again. Year. Happy New Year. If you're new to the show, welcome. Thank you for listening. Thank you for getting involved. Tell a friend, 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 friend, friend. Tell a friend, 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 friend. Tell a friend, 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 friend. Tell a friend. Rate, review, subscribe. Bye. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.